Larry Bird's not walking through that door. We're talking about practice. Not a game, not a game, not a game. We're talking about practice. It's my team. It's my quarterback. A kick. It is. Good. 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 To be the man, you gotta beat the man. The 2 1. Swag lane drive left field. One run is in. Here's Kevin Green. This is the Powers on Sports Podcast. All right, welcome back to the Powers on Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Jason Powers, down here in Tampa, Florida. Hope everybody's having a great week so far. We're at about 15 days till Christmas. So if you haven't started your Christmas shopping and your holiday shopping, you better get to it pretty soon because it is coming. Two weeks from Saturday will be Christmas Day. So hope everybody's getting into the holiday spirits. We've got a good episode for you. No guests this week. We are gonna, I'm gonna just we're gonna talk about some college football, a couple things, college football playoff, a couple coaching changes. We're gonna hit some NFL topics. We have Thursday night football. A great game, Minnesota-Pittsburgh, and give you a little preview of the Sunday and Monday night slates as well. Got a good uh, slate of games. We are getting to crunch time in the NFL, down to about five weeks left of the regular season. Tons of wild card possibilities and opportunities in both the AFC and the NFC, so we're going to hit those a little bit as well. So let's get right to it. Some college football notes. One, college football playoff. Final standings are out, obviously. Alabama-Cincinnati in one semifinal. Georgia-Michigan in the other. Both these games will be played New Year's Eve, starting, I think, at 3.30. But uh, interesting uh, developments last week. You had Michigan thumping Iowa in the Big Ten. You had Georgia getting thumped by Alabama in Atlanta. I was there in Atlanta last weekend. A lot of uh, huge Georgia contingency in the Mercedes-Benz Dome um, as well. I wasn't at the go to the game, but went to a huge tailgate party. Some good friends of mine live in downtown Atlanta. They all went to the game. Tons of Georgia fans. Uh, Alabama, give them full credit. Bryce Young, like I said, if you listen to me on the Three Dog Thursday podcast, as well as the podcast last week, this was a Heisman Trophy moment opportunity for Bryce Young, and I believe he will win the Heisman Trophy Saturday night due to this final performance against Georgia. He was brilliant against the dogs, put up, I believe, 41 points, just played really, really well. Give the Alabama offensive line credit. They were much maligned heading into this matchup. They played really well against Georgia. That front four and that front seven of of Kirby Smart, the blitzing, they did a great job picking up the blitz, and the Alabama defense was solid enough to keep Stetson Bennett and that offense in check. So, Full credit to Alabama for a must-win must game. They had to have it or they'd have been out. Georgia's still in the playoff. Cincinnati a little bit uh, up and down early against Houston, and then they pulled away in the second half. So Oklahoma State uh, lost their game to Baylor, which basically eliminated them. And then obviously Notre Dame was the other team that needed some help. So uh, good matchups. I think Georgia's about a seven-point, seven-and-a-half-seven or eight-point favorite against Michigan. Alabama's about 13 to 14 point favorite against Cincinnati heading into the into the playoffs. So it'd be very interesting to see it as we lead up to these uh, playoff matchups. 
You got some injury concerns, some guys nicking. What will Georgia do at quarterback? Will JT Daniels get some opportunity to, to, to start? Will he get some opportunity to play? Stetson Bennett wasn't bad, but he wasn't great. He threw a bad interception, but he wasn't great either. So does the Georgia faithful Kirby Smart and company, do they go to JT Daniels as we approach the playoff? Michigan, I told you this six weeks ago. Michigan was the team to look out for. They were the team that was steadily getting better and better. That running game, that defense is real, and it's going to be a test for Georgia. So I, if you listen to the podcast five, six weeks ago, I told you Michigan was the wild card team in all this. Uh, and Jim Harbaugh, Jim Harbaugh gets it done, finally gets the monkey off his back at Michigan, finally gets to a, a playoff. It's the first time Michigan has won a Big Ten, has been to the Big Ten championship game, and obviously the first time they've won the Big Ten championship uh, when they've been in the uh, championship game format. So uh, we've got two weeks. we got a couple weeks here to stew and get ready, about three weeks to get ready for – but they actually play three weeks from today from this recording of uh, the championship game. So everybody will be plenty healthy. Games are in Miami and Dallas, and the championship game is in Indianapolis. So there you have it, college football. Coaching moves this week. Big move. Mario Cristobal leaves Oregon and goes home to play to, to his alma mater, Miami. Remember, Cristobal was a lineman for Miami in the late 80s during the glory days. Um, Brent Venables leaves Clemson to go to Oklahoma. Venables had some coaching history in Oklahoma as well with Bob Stoops. Chip Kelly, lots of rumors that Chip Kelly might be going back to Oregon. Wouldn't that be something Chip's obviously still at UCLA, doing a good job at UCLA. Chip Kelly back to Eugene is a strong possibility, and you don't be surprised if something doesn't happen on that front by the end of the weekend. So big, big moves being made. Another thing to think about, there's going to be a lot of kids in the transfer portal because of these coaching moves. You had the big move at LSU, USC, Oregon, Miami, Florida. There's going to be a lot of kids changing changing. Uh, venues going in the transfer portal, going to different schools, recruits flipping the commitments, things like that here in the coming weeks. So stay on the lookout. Uh, again, your program will probably be affected at some level by the transfer portal as well. And whether it's a strong power five team or not, all the teams are taking advantage of the transfer portal and the opportunities that are available to the kids now. So uh, last college football note, Army Navy this week, Saturday, First time they've ever played in New York. They're playing at, the, at MetLife Stadium in New York. Um, Army and Navy, what a rivalry. It's definitely something on my bucket list that I'm going to do before here too long. Take my dad uh, to the Army-Navy game one of these years. Uh, but they do are playing this weekend in New York. Chunk, carve out a few minutes of your day on Saturday to watch that game. It's a great uh, game with pageantry. The, uh, the, the, the competitiveness amongst the two teams, the respect that they have for everybody involved. So definitely, if you, if you got some time on Saturday, CBS 3.30, check out Army-Navy, even for a little bit. If you can see the end of the game, what they do, that they the celebration at the end of the game, the respect and, the, and, the, uh, and all that stuff they do, pregame stuff as well is legendary of all the pregame festivities involved in those two teams. So check out Army Navy this week if you don't have you haven't already a plan to do so. So there's your college football notes for the week. Again, no college football action. Some bowl games will be starting here in the next week or so. 
some of the minor bowl games uh, that you'll start seeing rolling out here in the next uh, probably seven, eight, seven, eight days. So uh, you get a little break from college football this weekend other than Army Navy. So NFL, Thursday night football, Minnesota-Pittsburgh. What a wild game it was. Pittsburgh getting crushed early, down 29 to nothing late third quarter. They make a furious rally, have the ball inside the 15-yard line or so to tie the game at the end. Friermuth drops the ball in the last play of the game in the end zone, which would have potentially set up the two-point conversion to tie. What a throw by Roethlisberger. Great job by him getting the team back in the game. Pittsburgh loses 36-28. Um, tough, tough loss uh, for the Steelers. For both teams, it was a must-win game because both teams are on the fringe of the wild card in both the AFC and the NFC. Dalvin Cook returns, runs for 200 yards. The couple storylines in this game, the sieve of a defense Pittsburgh was early in the game, first three quarters of the game. Dalvin Cook just running wild on the Steelers. What has happened to that Steelers run defense? I have no idea. I mean, they were running through holes that uh, that were just incredible last night. I have no idea what Pittsburgh was doing on defense as far as in the run game. Uh, Pittsburgh offense really struggled early. They, they got some life late third quarter and played very well in the fourth quarter. Chase Claypool, what are you freaking doing, bro? You catch a fourth down pass in the last 30 seconds of the game and you're posing down eight. You waste 14, 13, 14 seconds because you're posing. The freaking offensive lineman has to run over and grab the ball. Then the ball gets knocked to the ground, wasting more time. And you're over there freaking posing a fourth and one catch down. Tomlin. The guy better be fined substantially and or benched for a period of time for those antics. That's just inexcusable, Mike Tomlin. I love you, but, man, that is unacceptable behavior for a team that that's not championship football. You wonder why you're 6-6-1? Six, six and one? Those are reasons why. Sure, everybody can blame, blame Ben Roethlisberger, blah, 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 but those <coughs> – Cost yourself two more plays to tie the game at the end. You make an unbelievable comeback for naught because you don't even get two legitimate chances to throw the ball in the end zone. Granted, Friarmouth could have caught the last play of the game, but you have at least two more chances to tie the game if the dumbass Chase Claypool, who's a good player, doesn't do that, which means you're allowing that to happen, Mike Tomlin. You've obviously allowed, continuously allowed that type of – Claypool gets a stupidity, uh, stupidity, unsportsmanlike foul early in the first quarter, sticking his finger in the guy's face. Really, Chase, you think you're not going to get called for that when you stick your finger in the guy's inside – the, inside the guy's helmet? Inexcusable, man. Inexcusable. I don't know what to say, man. I mean, come on, bro. Come on, bro. Let's get to the game Sunday. Good slate of games Sunday, one o'clock slate. Um, we'll, we'll just go down the dock and I'll give you some give you some thoughts. Raiders, Chiefs. Chiefs are on the rise. Raiders are middling for that last wild card berth. Big game in Kansas City. Remember, uh, Kansas City blasted the Raiders three or four weeks ago in Las Vegas. Uh, they're back in Kansas City. That defense of Kansas City has been the difference here the last five weeks for them. Offense still not rolling. They're doing just enough to win, but the defense has been really, really good the last uh, 
five weeks or so in Kansas City. I like KC to win the game. I think it'll be a close game. It's a division game. I could see it being close, but the Raiders, you just wonder if all the wear and tear of all the things going on during the season with Gruden and Ruggs is finally taking its toll. Darren Waller, not sure if he's playing or not as well, like Kansas City. New Orleans heads to MetLife on Sunday to see the Jets. Again, New Orleans is in free fall. Quarterback situation is a disaster. The Jets are a disaster with Zach Wilson, but you got to roll Zach Wilson out there and play him the rest of the way, see what you got. Would not shock me if the Jets keep this game very close. I would probably take the Jets in the five and a half here if I had to. Um, but uh, New Orleans should find a way to win. No Kamara. Kamara's been out for about four weeks now with a knee issue. Don't know his status for Sunday, but I'll take the Jets in the five and a half to keep it close. San Francisco heading to Cincinnati. This game's been moved. It's a four o'clock game, 425. 49ers are, 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 again, right in the mix in that AFC and the NFC wild card. The Bengals are right there in the mix as well. Huge game for both teams. Burrow with the finger injury from last week. We'll see. The 49ers lose a tough game in Seattle last week, a game they probably should have won. Um, this is a pick em game. I don't have a gambling opinion on the game. I would probably favor the 49ers just a little bit because of Burrow's injury. Joe Mixon's questionable as well. So give me the 49ers to win the game as well. Jacksonville heading to Tennessee. I like Tennessee big here. Coming off a of bye week, getting healthy. Julio Jones back. I think you're going to see a, a, a different Tennessee team coming out of the bye. Jacksonville kind of just playing out the string with an Urban's first year. Uh, got crushed last week in Los Angeles. I like Tennessee to come out and roll uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Refresh. Tannehill will play better. They'll run the ball better, get back to what they're good at. And then they got Julio Jones back in the mix, it looks like, this week as well. Big game in Cleveland. Baltimore comes to town. The second time in a row, Cleveland's played Baltimore. Cleveland played them two weeks ago, had a bye. Now they're playing them again. Again, how will the Ravens respond after last week's bloodbath in Pittsburgh? They remember they score late. They go for two to win the game. Lamar incomplete to Mark Andrews. They lose in Pittsburgh. Uh, how will they res respond physically and as well as uh, emotionally? And again, another rugged division game on the road. Uh, Cleveland should be healthy. Er with Mayfield should be healthier. Chubb, Hunt. Um, I like Cleveland here to win the game. They, Baltimore's really been struggling offensively to score points, especially in the passing game. The running game's been okay with, with Freeman. Uh, but I like Cleveland here to win the minus two and a half to win the game. Atlanta going to Charlotte to see Carolina in a big move last week. Charlotte, Carolina fires Joe Brady during the bye week, which kind of came out of left field. Um, Joe Brady, remember, he was the wonder kid from LSU. He lasted a year and a half with Carolina. Look, look for him back in the uh, college ranks real soon as far as an OC job this year. He would be a fine asset to, to, to some programs. So you'll see Joe Brady real quick back in the college circuit as an OC. Um, I would take Carolina here. I think Carolina will, will find a way. I saw Atlanta last week. They're not. They're okay. They're not very good. But I'll take Carolina at home minus the two and a half. Dallas, big game, heads to D.C. to see the football team. Tony Pollard, Zeke Elliott banged up. You got the Reds, the football team on a big winning streak, four-game winning streak. They're 6-6 six and six right in the mix in the NFC. They could theoretically still win the division. This, is, this would be a big-time uh, win if they can win this game to get within one game of Dallas for the division. 
McCarthy guaranteeing victory this week, coming off the COVID list. Dak Prescott, time for you to play ball, brother. Time for you to play. You want to make $40 million a year? This is the game you got to go win. I don't want to hear, oh, I don't have a running game. Go win the game. You got the best receivers. You got the best offensive line. You got a good enough running game. Go win the game in D.C. on your arm, okay? It's Taylor Heineke. No Logan Thomas. Go win the game, Dak Prescott. I like the Cowboys here. Seattle-Houston, I'm not talking about this game. I can't even talk about the two, two terrible teams. Neither going anywhere. Detroit at Denver. Detroit has become a giant killer. Huge win last week. Finally get off the snide. Beat Minnesota on the last play of the game. Hurt my teaser, by the way. Um, beat Minnesota last play of the game. Good for Dan Campbell to finally get a W as head coach. Um, Denver, again, still trying to hang on. I don't think they're going to make it as far as a wild card. Just not enough offense. Teddy Bridgewater is not the answer at quarterback. The defense is good, but the offense just is not, just can't get over the hump, can't get any consistency. Uh, they need a big quarterback in Denver. A guy like Russell Wilson, a guy like Aaron Rodgers, somebody like that needs to be in Denver to make that team a competitive playoff contender. Um, I do like Denver to win the game against Detroit. I think the defense will dominate the game. So give me Denver at home to beat Detroit. Uh, minus eight and a half. I would probably tease that down to two and a half if I was betting the game, which I probably would do, will do that. Is I'll tease that down, but give me Denver at home. Uh, and remember that tie, Detroit and Pittsburgh tie from five or six weeks ago. That will loom large in the AFC for either Pittsburgh or somebody else. That will loom large. That tie will be a difference maker for somebody either to get in the playoffs or not get in the playoffs. So remember that tie. Giants go to Los Angeles to see Herbert and the Chargers. Chargers with a big win on the road last week at Cincinnati. Giants in disarray at quarterback. Glennon, Jake Fromm potentially could start. The Giants are a mess here. Um, got beat by Miami. I think, I think the Chargers will get busy this week and take care of business. Uh, Chargers minus 10, that's a big number. Um, I don't know if I would lay the 10, but the Chargers, Keenan Allen on the, on the COVID list. We'll see if he plays on Sunday. My fantasy team, I need him to play. Come on now, Keenan. So we'll see how that goes. But Chargers to win the game, uh, in my opinion, at home. Must win game for the Chargers. Buffalo comes to Raymond James Sunday afternoon, 425. Nance Romo, my hometown, my right here, right here down the street, a mile from where I live, Raymond James Stadium. Buffalo with the with the loss Monday night, tough loss at home to New England where New England threw the ball three times, unbelievably because of the weather conditions, thrown three times, run it 46 times. Buffalo blows two golden opportunities in the red zone in the game. Late in the game, they had first and goal at the six, get nothing, go backwards 10 yards, uh, but give full credit to New England in the defense. Uh, Tampa, I was in Atlanta last week, beautiful stadium, Mercedes-Benz. Great job by Arthur Blank with concession prices. So reasonable, so affordable for everybody. Hot dogs, $150. They were giving away free hot dogs to the fans. Sodas, $3. Nachos, $3. Candy, $3. So major uh, kudos to Arthur Blank and that, and, that, and that group up there running that stadium as far as keeping the prices reasonable. Beautiful stadium uh, right there in downtown Atlanta. Great job by... Arthur Blank with that stadium. So Bucks minus three and a half. Uh, 
Everybody thinks Buffalo is going to rebound. This is a this is kind of an Armageddon game for Buffalo. Got to win the game. They're right on the bottom of the. They're in the seventh seed in the, in the AFC. Nobody thought they would be the seventh seed at this point of the year. Um, high scoring game. I think the team that gets the 31 to 34 points is going to win the game. I could see a 34, 27, 34, 30 kind of game. High scoring. Josh Allen will score some points against the Buccaneer defense. Tom Brady will score some points. Notre Davis White for Buffalo. Uh, the running game, uh, the defense. I like the Bucs to win a shootout, cover the three and a half uh, in Tampa late Sunday afternoon. I may be going to the game. We'll see. Sunday night, Chicago in Green Bay. Green Bay coming off the bye. Rodgers with the toe injury. You got Chicago in full, full disarray. Justin Fields is back from his rib injury, Matt Nagy probably will be let go at the end of the year, but this is all about getting Justin Fields reps, let him play the rest of the way. Must win game for Green Bay. They need to keep winning. Rodgers claims that he owns Chicago, has had a great record against Chicago, but Green Bay's got to keep winning. They cannot stumble at home. I like the Packers. It's a uh, no point spread on the game yet. Um, but Green Bay should win the game at Sunday night, NBC. Again, division matchup, so I could see the game being close for a little while. But, again, division matchup, I, I like the Packers at home. Will be cold, I'm sure, in Lambeau. Uh, so give me the Packers at home. Monday night showdown in the desert, Arizona hosting the Rams. Huge matchup, big game for the Rams. Again, if you're the Rams, you got to figure out a way to win this game to solidify your wild card situation. Uh, Arizona keeps winning games. Give them credit. Kyler Murray back last week, played really well in Chicago. Uh, defense for the Rams. You get paid a lot of money, Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey, Leonard Floyd, Vaughn Miller. It's time to play. Raheem Morris is the defense coordinator. Is it a scheme issue? Is it an effort issue? Is it just players are overrated? I don't know. Stop blaming Matthew Stafford for all your woes, defense. Stafford's playing just fine. Beckham getting more and more involved. I like that. Cooper Cup having an all-pro season at receiver. Run the ball, Los Angeles, a little bit more with Henderson and Michelle. You're going to be in this game. I like I like the Rams in an upset Monday night in the desert over Kingsbury, Kyler Murray, and company. Give me the Rams Monday night in the upset. There you have it. Picks, gambling nuggets, notes, injuries. I give it to y'all here on the Powers on Sports podcast. Again, find us, all the podcast platforms, Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify. Check out my No Quarter Given podcast where me and Peter Blake break down the Buccaneers opponent for the given week. We had the podcast this week breaking down the Buffalo Bills uh, rivalry and history over the years. We break down the matchup this week. We look back to last week in Atlanta. So find us, No Quarter Given Podcast, part of the buckpower.com podcast network. Again, if you have comments, love to hear from you, at Sports on Twitter. And again, subscribe, rate, and review. We'll have a great weekend. Get your Christmas shopping going. Get your holidays. Be nice to people during the holidays. It's the holiday season. Tell people thank you. Be nice all that good stuff. Get it done. We'll see you next week on the Powers on Sports podcast. 
Thanks again for listening to the Powers on Sports podcast. Remember to subscribe, rate, and review on whatever podcast platform you are hearing us tonight. Remember, you can reach out to us on Twitter at Sports. So we'd love to hear your feedback, comments, suggestions for future episodes. And again, thanks for all the support. Remember to share the podcast with your friends and colleagues. And we'd love to see you back next time for the next episode of the Powers on Sports podcast. Have a great week.